0: you wonder how the ancient truth of the Bible intersects with today's news? Do you believe in God's promises to the people and the land of Israel? Welcome to the Lone Star Podcast, a weekly conversation to expand your mind and encourage your soul. Our hosts live in the two Lone Star states, Rabbi Dove Lipman in Israel and Pastor Trey Graham in Texas. This podcast is your opportunity to learn the truth about the God of Israel from two people who love Israel. Please follow us on Twitter at Lone Star Podcast to learn when new weekly episodes are ready. You ready to be encouraged? Please join Rabbi Dove Lipman and Pastor Trey Graham.
1: We discuss on this podcast each week the parashah, the Hebrew word for the Torah portion, where the Jews gather together and many Christians around the world to study a specific Bible passage every week. And this week's parasha is called Vayeshev and it comes from Genesis chapters 37 through 40 and the topic is going to be about Jacob and talking about Joseph and the family line that has come through Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And when we get to Genesis chapter 37 where we begin this story, Jacob is passed away and Joseph, one of his sons, has trouble because he is the favorite son. He is sold into slavery because there's been favoritism and his older brothers are jealous. He's been sold into slavery. He ends up being bought by these Midianites, this group of people who are traveling along. And Joseph, who is Israeli, he's a Jew. He lives in the Promised Land. He ends up down in the land of Egypt as a slave. And I think we begin with the topic of what do you do in your spiritual walk When life goes badly, when you end up in a place or a circumstance you didn't want, how do you remain faithful?
2: Yeah, and 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 this story, uh, you know, the, the the writing from God that describes this, that it is is so dramatic. Joseph is all alone. He's far away. He has every reason to be disconnected spiritually. He's in a situation where he's alone. No one will know about it. There was no internet in those times. No cell phones. Nothing to worry about. And he has a situation of temptation. And when it's all said and done, he digs in deep, and he recognizes truth, and it's, a, it's him and God. And God is there with him. He can be far away from the land of Israel, far away from his family, far away from anyone, but he's there with God, and he has to be at peace with his God, and, and he rises to the occasion. And what's incredible about the story is all the blessing that comes to him because of that, because he ends up being in prison, they end up, negative things seem to be happening, and it all turns around, and this ends up leading to his ascension to being the ruler of Egypt and, and incredible good things that come. Uh, but it comes with patience. It doesn't come immediately. You know, sometimes we're looking for immediate gratification and immediate reward, and I did the right thing, where's the Lord, why isn't he blessing me? But we know that in the long run, a person who sticks with their faith, a person who does the right thing, that person will be uh, rewarded in the end. And that's exactly what this story captures. And I've no doubt that that's a uh, Christian uh, value and Christian uh, belief as well.
1: We talk often about the concept of blessing follows obedience. And blessing does not come to those who demand it. It comes to those who are given it by the Lord. And he blesses those who show obedience and faithfulness to him. We are studying the Torah portion called Vayeshev, and that means, and he lived. And it comes from the first verses, the first words of this section, Genesis 37 through Genesis 40. And when we talk about Joseph being in the jail in Egypt for a crime he didn't commit, and he stayed faithful to the Lord, and he remained a man of integrity, he remained a man of character, And the verse that I want us to ponder for a moment comes from Genesis 39, verse 23. This is when Joseph is in the jail cell and he is made the caretaker. He's made the leader of the other inmates, the other prisoners, because the warden, the jailer, feels he is responsible as a leader. And verse 23 of Genesis 39, the warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. And I think we need to, to d- debate this point. Our listeners might be saying, well, hold on a minute. He was hated by his brothers. They wanted to kill him. They decided not to kill him, but instead to sell him as a slave because they could make a little money off of him. He's traded around as a slave. He ends up as a slave in Egypt. He's accused of false crimes. He's put in jail. And now he's sitting in jail as an innocent man. And yet we read in verse 23, God gave him success in whatever he did. This doesn't sound like success.
2: And that's where the patience comes into play. Meaning uh, we do not believe that uh, you do a good deed and all of a sudden some kind of light will come shining down on you and some kind of gift will come raining from heaven. Very often actually the opposite happens. You might actually even have more challenges and greater difficulty and greater strife but we know that at the end of the story, whenever that is, that's where God's grace uh, will come shining down on you. And in this moment, he might not have seen that he was having success, but God has a plan, and God is bringing him towards that success, and God is setting things in motion so that when his brothers will have to come down to Egypt in a time of famine, he's going to be there uh, as their supporter, and he'll be able to provide for them, and, and, and this is all God's plan coming together so the success doesn't have to be defined as what we see at that moment as success but we know that it's god's plan god is with you if you're with him and things ultimately will work out in a way where you'll look back and you'll say now i see why that was called success
1: when we talked a moment ago about blessing follows obedience one of the examples of joseph being obedient comes from earlier in genesis chapter 39 when his boss's wife this man was a A ruler under the pharaoh his name was potiphar potiphar's wife comes to seduce joseph she says in fact very clearly genesis 39 verse 7 she says come to bed with me and the next verse says but he refused and then he said in verse 9 of genesis 39 how could i do such a wicked thing and sin against god and i think a great reminder to all of us is the lord is always watching our obedience to the Lord should be apparent in public ways, but also in private ways. If God has called us to live a righteous life, that means publicly and privately. And when the Lord blesses obedience, he blesses those who are trustworthy, those who are righteous, even in the private settings when we think no one is watching.
2: Exactly. And we even have a concept. Um, the word is, Shiviti Hashem LeNegit tamid, which means, I put God before me always, and the commentaries explain that the way a person sits or acts when they're in front of other people, especially in front of kings and royalty, is not the way we usually act when we're alone, but then the point is, but we should never feel that we're alone. We should always feel like we're the presence of the Lord, and that will impact everything that we do, even when we think that we're in the quote-unquote privacy of our own homes, uh, and it changes a person's life.
1: And as we continue to talk about this week's parashah, let's look at Genesis 40 for a moment. There's the story where the cupbearer and the baker, these people are servants of the king of Egypt, whose title is Pharaoh. And then the Pharaoh has a dream and no one can interpret the dream. And they remember this guy, Joseph, who's this prisoner in the jail, that Joseph has been given by the Lord the ability to interpret dreams. And what I want to discuss for this moment is the idea of wisdom, that the Lord gives wisdom to those who look after him and and follow after him because he is the all-knowing God. That Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The Psalms chapter 30 says, I'm sorry, 37 verse 30, the mouth of the righteous utter wisdom. Their tongues speak what is just. There are all kinds of verses in the scriptures about wisdom. James chapter 3 in the New Testament says, The wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. James chapter 1 in the New Testament says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives to all generously and without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So the question for the rabbi is, how does a person seek wisdom, and what lesson can we learn from Joseph, granted the ability to interpret these dreams, which could not have been a human intellectual ability, but had to be heavenly wisdom?
2: You know, King Solomon was given the right to choose and ask for anything that he wanted. You know, the age-old question of what you would do if you were given the right to anything, and he asked for wisdom. He asked for wisdom, and then as a result of that wisdom that he asked for, which God granted him, all the other blessings came in its wake. Wisdom, understanding, these are the things that ultimately define a human being. It's what separates us from uh, the animal world, the ability to understand and to reach the depths of something. And that comes from God. We say in our prayers... You give man knowledge, you give man wisdom, and then we ask God uh, to give us that wisdom. And the fact that Pharaoh saw Joseph and saw his wisdom and said, this is a man of God that really establishes that idea. And sometimes we're guilty, especially in today's world where you can go on Google and get any piece of information. And, and there's so much information available to us and knowledge that's out there. We can convince ourselves that we're the ones uh, who provide ourselves with that uh, wisdom and not understand that it's a gift that we're granted. And uh, it's something to always remind ourselves of. And this story really emphasizes uh, that point that, you know, Pharaoh saw Joseph's wisdom, certainly interpreting the dreams uh, is something which comes from God, and it reminds us that everything that we have and all of our wisdom ultimately comes from God.
1: And let's try to connect a few dots here between blessing and obedience and wisdom and prayer and seeking after the Lord. Proverbs chapter three verse thirteen says, Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding. We read in Genesis 39, 23 that the Lord gave Joseph success And we said, yeah, but he's sitting in a jail cell. That doesn't seem like success. But if you take success to mean wisdom or blessing or connection with the Lord, Proverbs 3.13, blessed are those who find wisdom and those who gain understanding.
2: Exactly. And that understanding, you know, we have to remember as well, not to live life in a, in a superficial manner where all you're dealing with is that which you see in front of you. If, if that's the way you live your life, you're not going to have spirituality, you're not going to have faith, you're not going to be thinking about uh, things beyond uh, just the physical realm. The depths of understanding and wisdom is to recognize that there's far beyond that and to recognize the wisdom of the Bible and not just look at it as a series of simple stories, but plumb the depths of it, see its words, see its different possible meanings in terms of the layers uh, that it has. That's also, we wake up every morning and we bless God that we have the ability to study the Bible. It's called the Birkot, Birkata Torah, blessings of the Torah that we can study and asking God for his help in making sure that we study properly and understand properly, because wisdom ultimately uh, is the key to God and it's the key to spirituality, and that's how it really all comes together in our faith. So
1: I think I will finish my conversation today with repeating James chapter 1, verse 5 from the New Testament. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask of God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. My prayer for myself, my prayer for my rabbi friend, my prayer for my church members, my prayer for my wife and my children is that we would find wisdom. And because we're human beings, we always lack wisdom. So let's ask the Lord to give it to us. More than riches, more than fame, more than power, the things the world offers. Let's seek the Lord, and let's seek wisdom today.
2: I'm not even going to say anything other than amen. That you said it just right, and, and we can share that prayer together. And let's hope that God uh, shines his light on all of us uh, with that great wisdom.
1: Rabbi, my friend, it was wonderful to see you in the Holy Land. Look forward to seeing you in America soon. And it's always great to have this conversation. Shabbat Shalom.
0: Shabbat shalom. Thank you for joining us for the Lone Star Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Lone Star Podcast to learn when new episodes are ready. Please join Rabbi Dove Lipman and Pastor Trey Graham next time to expand your mind and encourage your soul. May the Lord bless you and draw you to himself this week.